Hello, this is 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. You are now listening to Flashball Memories. I am the host of the show, Kenny Horn. And on this show, I have a guest every single week who will bring on some music that reminds them of some of the most vivid and strong memories of their life. This week, I am joined by Jerry Luciani, a family friend who I haven't talked to in a very, very long time. Jerry, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Can you tell us about yourself? Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. I was uh, born and raised in New Jersey. I went to, when I was a kid, I, I lived in Harrison and Kearney, who uh, grew up there. I went to Kearney High School, graduated in 81, went to Jersey City State College with your Uncle Charlie. We were both art majors there. After that, I got out of there. I worked at the Record Newspaper, which is just up the road from you guys in Garrett Mountain. Hmm. I was there for 31 years. I was their art director until uh, 2016. Wow. Yeah, long time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that my attorney was a math major. No, <laughs> no, no. Not math, art. Wow, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. I'm an art major. Yeah, yeah, even from back in high school, we both took these two, our class that lasted two years, and then we both went to the uh, same college and majored in art. Both of us. Huh. Well, that's great. Can you tell us about your music taste? Yeah, well, me, you know, it's kind of like classic rock, I guess it's always been. But, you know, when I was growing up, there was music all around. My dad liked Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and Nat King Cole. You know, he listened to some big band music with uh, Tommy Dorsey and uh, Glenn Miller. Yeah, but I my love mom, them. My mom, uh, her tastes were different. She liked Tom Jones and Inkerbert Humperdinck. Okay. Uh, so we saw, you know, I always listened to a lot of different music growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's how I was raised with my dad. You know, most yeah. people my age, they're into the newer stuff, but right. I I was raised on this, and that's why I'm doing this. Well, that, that, that's, what, that's what my son is raised on. He was raised on all my music. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to jump right into this. We're going to start this off with Jerry's first concert, and I'm jealous that he got to see them.
that we played Detroit Rock City by Kiss which is another one that I love can you tell me about your memory with that yeah so this is uh, first concert I ever went to first song from the first concert I ever went to it was July 10th 1976 I was 12 years old we saw them at Roosevelt Stadium in Jersey City we went with my older brother and my older cousin so I was just a little kid tagging along yeah I think my mother probably made them take me yeah so so I didn't know much about music at the time. You know, I heard rock and roll all night on the radio, but that was about it. So this was the first time for me seeing a band live in concert. You know, we get there. By the time Kiss goes on, it's dark. Before them, Jay Giles and Bob Seger were the opening acts. Okay. So you get there, lights, you know, it's dark. The lights go out. They come on. Explosion, lights, sound, guitars are blasting, drums are thundering, special effects. I was in awe. Didn't know what was going on, but it was great. And, uh, you know, I was captivated and it started my love for concerts at that point. You know, I've probably been to over 100 concerts in my life now, but wow. you know, that started it all. And one, one other thing that always reminds me of is 27 years later in 2003, I took my son to his first concert and it was Kiss and Aerosmith. <laughs> That's a good concert. He's lucky. Yeah. That I, I love this song. I don't know if you know what the, it's a weird way I know this song, or at least how I learned it. Do you know um, that movie, Paul Bart, Mall Cop? Yes, yes. Yeah, he plays yeah, this song. He's playing it on the, uh, the air guitar, right, into the uh, video game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. And I was like, wow. And that was one of the things for me that, that, that was what introduced me to Kiss. But I find that whole concept of a 12-year-old at a Kiss concert really funny. Oh, yeah, it was something. <laughs> Yeah. Can you tell me about You Really Got Me? Sure. Uh, yeah, this was, uh, you know, Van Halen's first album. Eruption was the intro into this song. 
And when I heard that, man, I, I was blown away. I was like, I never heard anything like that before in my life. You know, it, and then, you know, they go into You Really Got Me, which is a cover of a kink song. To me, it's better than the original. And I love the kinks, but it was, it's better than the original. And uh, I was, let's see, in 1979, I got to see Van Halen early on in their career in Toledo, of all places, Toledo Sports Arena. It's a little hockey rink and there's no seats. So they open the doors and let everybody rush in. So we rush right up to the stage and what a concert, fantastic. And at the end, Alex Van Helen sets his drums on fire. Wow. It's just just crazy. (laughs) I imagine that David Lee Roth would be a fantastic performer. Amazing, really. I mean, a great front man, okay singer, but but a great front man. (laughs) I'll admit it, yes. But I, but I like him, and I, I know your dad was a big fan of him, too. <laughs> oh, he loves him. But before that, a lot of these musicians, they were paved the way by their early artists. And up next, we have who many consider, and myself, the king of rock and roll, the one who began it all, Chuck Berry. <laughs>
feeling by boston that song is one of the more iconic classic rock songs at least among my generation i don't know how it is for yours yours being jerry luciani my guest for this week on flashbulb memories before that we played turn to stone by elo and johnny be good by chuck berry can you tell me about the first song johnny be good so that takes me back to christmas eve 1977 i mean seventh grade at the time and get home from midnight mass and my parents surprised me with a drum set for christmas wow you know they take me yeah send me for some drum lessons you know a friend of mine who lived next door matt he had a guitar and we figured hey man we could start a band right i mean what's cooler than that right yeah. so we find a couple of guys from school one kid played bass another kid played guitar and uh we were able to you know, learn five songs, Taking Care of Business, Proud Mary, Free Bird, Smoke on the Water, and Johnny Be Good. And we played these things over and over and over again. And we practiced in my house. And we drove my mother totally insane. I mean, constantly playing the same songs over and over. She's like, I get it. Johnny Be Good, play something else. Learn another song. <laughs> it was fun. But the cool thing is, I still have that drum set in my house. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. So do you still play it often? Uh, not, not too often, but uh, once in a while I'll bang around. <laughs> That's so cool. Can you tell me about Turn to Stone? Turn to Stone, yeah. Uh, so I love the yellow. Yeah, I just love how, you know, they incorporated classical music with rock and roll, you know, having a band with cellos and violins. I mean, I never heard anything like that before. And I was lucky enough to go see them at Madison Square Garden. And uh, I think it was... 78 maybe it's early high school and sat seventh row from the stage at madison square garden paid 17 dollars and 50 cents for a ticket <laughs> i wonder you'd pay for that now <laughs> yeah i could yeah i couldn't even get in the arena now probably so i went with my girlfriend at the time and another friend of mine mike and um you know it was a great concert and at one point 
they were all on the front of the stage and a drummer throws out his tambourine and the girlfriend grabs it but the guy next to her rips it out of her hand and she cuts her fingers on the oh wow little symbols on the tambourine and she's got to go get some you know medical help and uh you know we stayed and watched the concert unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's funny because you know we still talk about it and she still laughs about that to this day so that's so funny i love that can you tell me about boston more than a feeling sure yeah so that's a this takes me back into high school still um and back then I don't, you you won't remember but your dad or uncle might denim jackets were like a big deal everybody wore a denim jacket really but yeah, but in the back, ask in a, on the back of a denim jacket you could paint on it yeah acrylic paint you could paint on it so a lot of people back then a lot of kids were getting album covers painted on their jackets or band logos you know and back then there were a lot of uh, great album covers oh you know, yeah boston had a great album cover you know journey had cool album cover steve miller had this pegasus elo had spaceships meatloaf bad out of hell album cover was oh really that cool. one's great yeah you know band you know uh pink floyd had that cool dark side of the moon thing great yeah. that had a bunch of stuff so I did, I did that, you know, kids would pay me and I would paint their jackets for them. And, you know, I did the Van Halen wing logo and skull and roses from uh, grateful dead and uh Richie Blackmore's rainbow album cover. So th that song Boston morning feeling that just takes me back to that time where, you know, album cover art was cool. And, you know, we had these denim jackets and all that. And, uh, you know, I, I wish I still had one actually. <laughs> I want one of those now. <laughs> Do you remember if my dad or uncle did it? I'm curious. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Charlie may have. I can see him doing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, there, there was a couple kids in school where you know that's how you made some little extra money to. to yeah, play. that's a great side thing. I imagine like you could listen to the album while you're doing it, and you have the and you could have the cover out looking yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah, kind of trade copying it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's great. I know my uh, my uncle. He's a huge Queen fan. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, huge Queen fan. And next one, it, it's Queen, so I can't help but think of him. This one we have, I'm in love with my car. All the green 
almost bowling for soup that's that's one of the bands on this list i don't really know too much about jerry before that we played black coffee in bed and i'm in love with my car queen i do know about queen can you tell me about your memory with that song sure uh yeah so i was sitting in an algebra class in high school and i'm sorry yeah <laughs> can't say i did well in it but i was i was sitting there <laughs> and this kid george is sitting next to me and he's singing this song I'm in love with my car. I got a feel for my automobile. And I was like, what the heck are you singing? I didn't know. I didn't know that song. And, yeah. Uh, you know, he, tell, he tells me, you know, it's Queen. And, and that was my introduction to Queen. You know, obviously they were around before that, but really not on my radar. So we go to his house and I listen to all his Queen albums. And when Live Killers came out, I went out and bought that album. And I've been a huge fan ever since. You know, they become my all-time favorite band. And, oh, really? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I just love them. And uh, did get to see the original lineup in 1982 at the Brendan Byrne Arena. Actually, your, your Uncle Charlie was at the show with me. And uh, it, was, it was great. Billy Squire opened for them. Oh. And, uh, but Freddie Mercury, I mean, he's the ultimate showman. You, you talked oh, about yeah. David Lee Roth before, but you know, oh, Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Freddie, Freddie's back. <laughs> Easily. He's a much better voice. Yeah. And, and then a kid sitting next to me, he, he's been my friend since then for, for the rest of my life. That's great. Yeah. That's great. The next song after that was Black Coffee in Bed. Can you tell me about your memory with that? Yeah, Black Coffee in Bed, that taken me into now my college days, you know. So okay. you're, kinda, you're, you're, you're past high school now and everything's kind of starting over, right? Mm -hmm. So you're meeting new friends in college and they're introducing you to new music and different things some of the music wasn't new but it was new to me yeah yeah so we were getting into things like david bowie and grace jones and squeeze was one of those bands and the more i listened to them and got into you know their other albums and songs the more i just liked it you know it was a real cool you know sound they were from you know uh england and it just sounded neat i think when he first started out they were part of like that whole new wave thing okay and uh but, but I just like them. I had songs like, you know, Cool for Cats and Tempted and Up to Junction. I mean, it's just, to me, it was just good stuff. And I still listen to it to this day. You know, they, they tour the States every once in a while. And, you know, I got to see them a couple of times. I think in uh, 2010, I actually saw them with uh, your uncle and your dad in uh, New Brunswick. I mean, Cheap Trick opened up for us. <laughs> it's funny because I'm trying to remember, like, the day that my dad like would have gone for this but i would have been nine years old so you know i'm trying to remember this <laughs> but the i mentioned before bowling for soup they that we played their song almost i don't know much about them correct me if i'm wrong but they're newer which is okay for the show i'm just curious yeah well th this is actually all about my son the song okay so my, my son now he's he's 28 now but you know back when he was younger he really got into bowling for soup and um you know, so he told me, Dad, listen to it. You'll like it. I'm like, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I listened to it, and he was right. I did like it. They were cool, man. Yeah, they were, it was basically straight up like rock and roll stuff. They didn't take yeah. themselves too seriously, but their songs were catchy and all that. You know, I got them tickets, uh, I guess, man, when was it, like 2015 at Irving Plaza in New York? And we get there, and it's standing room only. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so 
we I have to wade through like three other bands that I had no clue who they were. Yeah. Until Bowling for Soup came out. But when they came out, they played. They were great. It was a great concert, man. We had a great time. It was a great memory for him and I. It was just just fantastic. You know, yeah, you know, I live in Michigan now, and but my my son, he's still in, in Red Bank, New Jersey. Okay. So, yeah, you know, anytime I'm missing him, I'll just throw on a bowling for soup song. And it just makes me happy. It thinks of him. It's 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 just a really good memory for me. Yeah, that's that's great how music it can it transports you to those memories. And that's absolutely just like you dad said, it's like a time machine. Yeah. It, it's really it's exactly like that. It could take you to a time and place in your life. And yeah, it's 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 fabulous. Yeah, I completely agree. And my sister, she's currently doing that thing to my dad, but she's like, hey, dad, listen to this song, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. And she's just like me, where a lot of her music tastes was influenced by our dad, who's you know, a fan of everybody, you know, Billy Joel, especially, but Bruce Springsteen, another one that he's huge on. And we have another classic from Bruce Springsteen coming up. Screen door slams, Mary's dress waves. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. Roy Orbison singing for the lonely. Hey, that's me, and I want you only. Don't turn me home again, I just can't face myself alone again. Don't run back inside, darling. So you're scared and you're thinking that maybe we ain't that young anymore. Show a little faith, there's magic in the night. You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're alright. Oh, and that's alright. You can hide with your colors and study your pain. Because the lover's stories isn't around. Waste your summer.
piece of my heart, Janice Joplin. When I think of passionate singers, she is one of the first ones that comes to my mind. This week on Flashbulb Memories, I have been joined by Jerry Luciani. This is our last talking break. And before we talk about Peace of My Heart, we're going to talk about A Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. What's your memory with that? So with Bruce, I mean, I was late in the game in life in Springsteen. Right? I mean, he was big way before, you know, he ever came into my radar. You know, probably didn't happen until the Born in USA album came out in 84. But, you know, when I went back and I listened to, you know, his whole catalog of music, I love this song. You know, this to me is the essence of Springsteen. Great lyrics, guitar, piano, harmonica, Clarence on the saxophone. I mean, it, it's just fabulous. I have two memories that I go with Springsteen. First one was when I saw him in 1985 on that Born in the USA tour. Our original concert had gotten rained out. So they pushed it back to the end of the, the run that he was having at Giant Stadium. And it was at the end of the summer in 85. So he does his whole show, does his encores, comes out one more time and he's wearing a Santa Claus hat. He goes, you guys missed the show the other night. I'm gonna play something special for you. And he plays Santa Claus is coming to town. It was just crazy middle of summer. It's just fantastic. Then, Flash forward to like 19, was it 92? We're going to see Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes in Asbury Park with, supposed to be with your uncle Charlie, Aunt Gail, and two friends of theirs. But night of the show, your, your aunt gets sick and they can't make it. So we go in with their friends and we watch Southside play and he's great. Towards the end of the show, John Bon Jovi comes walking out on stage. Two minutes later, Springsteen comes walking out on stage. So there you have it, the, the trifecta of Jersey rock and roll royalty <laughs> right there. So it, it was fabulous. Next morning, I call up your Uncle Charlie. I go, hey, man, guess what you missed last night? <laughs> <laughs> I saw Paul McCartan and my dad maybe two years ago, and, and Britain Springsteen came out at the end. It was great. Yeah, but I mentioned before that Janis Joplin, mm -hmm. one of the most passionate singers I have ever heard. And I, Peace of My Heart, it, one of my favorites by her. So what's going on with that? Can you tell me your memory? Yeah. So this is actually, it's a tribute to your family. Oh, hey, go us. Yeah. <laughs> so during my high school and college years, I mean, I spent a lot of time at your grandma's house on Chestnut Street in Corning, right? It's where your dad, Uncle Charlie, and uh, Aunt Kathy all grew up. You know, we spent a lot of, we had a great time there, listening to a lot of music, all kinds of music, all genres of music. I remember your dad being into The Who at one time, and, you know, your Uncle Charlie was a big Zeppelin fan. But this this song was when your grandma and her sisters and brother were around, and they would play this. And it's it just, it's a, it's a great memory for me. Now, when your grandma passed away, I sent your uncle Charlie a message to tell him how much she meant to us growing up and how that house held a special meaning to me, you know, and, and that the music we listened there really became the soundtrack to our youth. And he read that message that I sent him during her funeral to everybody there. I remember that. Yeah, and that, that meant a lot to me personally. Yeah, that, that's amazing. I didn't even, no, I had that memory until just now. <laughs> yeah, that was great. This 
whole episode has been great. Thank you so much for coming on. I loved talking to you. I loved all the music that you brought with you. Thank you, Kenny. I loved having me on there. It was great. Yeah. All right. You have noise to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. This has been Flashbulb Memories. I will be back next week, next Friday at 3 p.m. And we will have a whole new guest with a whole new set of music.